At Armstrong, your connectivity is backed by local technicians, our 24-7 network operations team, and our 24-7 customer service center. Armstrong, unmatched employees, unmatched customer care, unmatched fiber network. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Armstrong in the Loop podcast. I'm your host, Seth Prentice. And today, I'm super excited to have Michael Mara, director of the Seneca Valley All School Musical, and Jessica Cavanaugh, a producer for the show, with us today. Michael and Jessica, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us, Seth. It, it's always a pleasure of mine to know that February has finally hit and to begin the year because that means all school musicals are starting to happen. I'm glad productions are back in the auditorium. Students are able to show their creative side. And what better way to bring the two of you on today to talk about the upcoming Seneca Valley uh, all school musical. Would you, the two of you please introduce what show will everyone be seeing this year? Mary Poppins. (laughs) What a fantastic show to be doing, too. Yeah, it's it's got a lot to offer. It's going to be entertaining, magical. It dances everywhere. Everywhere, literally. Everywhere, everywhere in the theater. Everywhere. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. And the kids are the kids seem to be enjoying it so far. So well, that's yeah, a, good, a good time. That's a, a good thing because typically the shows that do go out into the audience or at least get a little more involved, it kind of makes the crowd feel more involved in the production. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. So when can we expect to see the performance of Mary Poppins? So we are going to have five performances, three of which will be at night starting at seven o'clock on March 2nd and 3rd and 4th. And then we'll have two matinees. One will be on Saturday the 4th and the second Saturday or the second one will be on Sunday the 5th. Perfect. All right. So if I'm trying to sell people on why they should come see this outside of a whole lot of dancing, why should I come see Mary? Um, Well, we are making it a really uh, community-wide event. So you're going to be immersed into the story the minute you walk through the doors. We have all kinds of wonderful things planned in the lobby, from some statues to feeling like you're walking in Cherry Tree Lane, to having umbrellas in the air, having some kites flying. And that's just where your story That's just the lobby, yeah. (laughs) And that's that's just the lobby. That's just the start of our story. And then you get to go into the auditorium where Michael has crafted a wonderful retelling of everybody's favorite Mary Poppins. In doing that, how does how do you do something different from every other performance of Mary Poppins? Michael, this might be yeah. you know, more more of your question here. I I love the movie. The stage show is not exactly like the movie. Right. Originally, they went back to the original book that uh, P.L. Travers wrote, and it's a little bit darker, and it didn't have, I want to say, all the magic that the movie had. So I'm trying to bring some of that movie magic into our production. So you'll see things that weren't on the Broadway show, but I'm throwing them in our show because I think that people 
it's not going to be exactly like the movie, but there's going to be snippets and they're going, oh, remember that? I remember that. I remember that. Just to add a little bit more magic to everything that we're doing. Because um, that's that's my key word is magic. Because it's, it's, it is a magical show. I mean, Mary flies around. Uh, we can talk about that. Um, there's there's stuff that fly up the chimneys. There's people that come down the chimney. And I got to give our, a shout out to our, uh, our set designer, Al Weigand, who... Um, he has designed everything I wanted, like uh, when chimney sweeps can come down through the fireplace, roll into the house. We can pull kids up into the fire. It, it's it's magical. And everything moves on wheels. And he's got all these. You have to be Batman in order to figure out how to move some of these things because of his ingenious ways of, of putting them on casters and dropping them to the floor and just everything. Uh, uh, slamming doors we're working on right now that automatically slam. Um, and an, another shout out to um, to our uh, technical director um, who is going to help us fly the kites and do all this other magical stuff as well. So we're trying to throw a lot of magic in and I'm trying to bring some of the movie magic back to the stage show. And so, it's so but, exciting. Yeah, but I'm we're still still true to the work of the play as well. And it's it focuses more around um, Mr. Banks in this oh, one and his yes. transition and and a more backstory he's got a mean nanny that is why he is why how she is and she comes back and there's a whole scene with her and mary and it's it's gonna be great it's it's gonna be really great all right so i have to stop you only because i heard mary is flying and yeah. <laughs> i don't know how many high schools are gonna be having a flying mary poppins this year yeah. So, yeah, so, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I just can't imagine the ability to pull something like that off. This has to be very cumbersome, but also at the same time, something very, very magical. It it is, it is. And that's the first thing Jessica said. Are we fly on Mary? And I said, Yeah. <laughs> and so she contacted the company. You can you can tell them what all you had to do to because we have to hire an outside company to come in and do all the rigging for us. So Jessica, right. go. <laughs> right. So we, we contacted ZFX, which is a fly company. There's a couple different fly companies around. ZFX is who we have used at Seneca in the past when we flew in Tarzan and we flew in Wizard of Oz. So we were already familiar with that company. But there's so many different pieces that play into the contract and figuring out the rigging and where it's going to go and how we have to make sure we have the right people to lift and move Mary across the stage. So lining up the right dads, fly dads, um, to be ready to move her. And then there's the harnesses. Uh, I also am involved with the costuming. And so we have to make sure that the harnesses are going to fit underneath their costumes and understand how that rigging works with the harnesses that they were wearing. So there's lots more that goes into it than you think, oh, well, she's just going to fly across the stage. We want the audience to see, <laughs> oh, she's just flying across the stage. But behind the scenes, it took months and months of back and forth with contracts and understanding the technical elements required of our stage. And did we have everything that we needed to be able to continue to fly? And on the harnesses, Jessica actually had to measure each actor that was going to be in it because they have to be form fitting to that actor. Wow. Yes. So, yeah. So you better not have anyone get sick the day of production, right? Well, <laughs> <laughs> we actually this year we we put understudies in. Ah, um, OK. 
because we, actually we have a lot of talent at this school. This this talent, uh, the, the, the training that they get at the school is really great. So the amount of talent we had to put in this show was such that we could go too deep if we had to. And we with, you know, COVID still floating around and strep throat's going through my kid's school right now. And it, we just thought, let's have understudies this year. And so they're about the same size. So we're good with that. So, and that was one of the concerns too, because they have to wear the same clothes as the lead would. So mm. that's one of the concerns when you do understudies, but um, these kids just jumped in and they're doing the extra work, which is fantastic. Well, that leads me into my next question. So what has been your favorite part? You know, both of you can take this as, you know, what's been your favorite part during rehearsal and why? Do you <laughs> <laughs> you can go. <laughs> um, so my perspective is, you know, I've always been involved with the All School Musical. I have done the box office. I have done the program. I have done the costumes. And this year I get to, you know, step into the producer's shoes with my co-producer, Amber Hugus. And being able to have Michael achieve the kind of ideas and dreams that I have for this show it's just been wonderful to see. Um, I love watching the excitement with the kids. We started talking, Michael and Amber and I started talking about this back in what, June or July of last summer and plotting and planning and thinking. Um, we are actually adding in the junior cast this year, which we haven't had since prior to the pandemic. So we have 15, fifth and sixth graders joining the cast. We have a huge cast. Uh, there are 84 high schoolers and there are 15 junior cast members so we're just about at 100 which is a lot of people to be able to choreograph and have their smiling faces on stage and watching Michael and our uh, choreographer Emily Christ who is a teacher at the school district um, be able to utilize all of the talent that we have has really been a wonderful process to observe. That's awesome. Yeah. So like my, my favorite part is, is just working with all the different entities. Cause I'm, I'm kind of a techie as well. And so I'm, I'm, I'm enamored with the set and how it's all going to go together. I'm enamored with the fly system. Um, I, I uh, uh, work with Mark Behe, who's the technical director and we just sit there and go, how are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? <laughs> so I love it when it all starts coming together. Um, Bruce Smith is our musical director. Uh, for the orchestra and i just love i'll say hey i think we're going to cut this but i want to add something here like i'm i'm going to add some some extra material for cost for uh scene changes because it's it's just too long mm. and so i added these and he's like yeah we'll do that hey here's what i can do underneath it's like perfect it's like everybody comes to the table with these great ideas and i just throw it out there and just i, I plant the seed and they just they just go and that's that's what I love watching. And I like doing it with the kids, too, because you just plant the seed, tell them what their character is, and then just watch them start playing. And it's it's really fun. And it's like, just keep that. Keep going. Keep going. I'll tell you when you've gone too far. So <laughs> they're, they're just having a good time. So I just love seeing all the entities melt together into the into the final product. So and it's, it's melting. So, so far, it's melting. It's melding, melding. Yeah. It's melding. Okay, it's melding. Oh. <laughs> Michael, um, are you trying to get up in the rig and be able to fly as well just to do a test run? Uh, you know what? I'm not so much on unsecured heights anymore. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I, I, I fell off a ladder recently and yeah, it didn't end well. Uh, so uh, I'm going to keep my feet on the ground. <laughs> two feet on the ground. Yeah. 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 Gravity is have, not my friend. Yeah. We do have the privilege of watching these kids transform from what we saw at auditions in November to where they will end up landing just, you know, a few weeks from now. Now. And that transformation is just, uh, I hate to keep using the word magical, but it really is to be able to see how George, who auditioned and we had several George candidates and one that we really felt was the right one. And now he is coming to that moment and you're seeing him as George Banks. It's just really kind of heartwarming to see all of those. Now you have 84 high school students that uh, auditioned and earned their role. How many actually auditioned overall? There were 115 that auditioned. Wow. And we did find places for all 115. Should they want to be part of it? And some of them said yes. And, you know, the majority of them said yes. Some of them declined because they realized that, A, they're a senior and they've got a lot of things happening in the second half of the year. So, I mean, it is a big time commitment. These kids are there. They're there almost every day after school. I work yeah. with them Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday for the first month and a half. And then we're going to go into the every night and weekends as we get closer to the show. So it, it is a big time commitment for these kids. And some of these kids work. Mm. So they have to work around their work schedule. So I give them a lot of credit for even wanting to do this and make it yeah. work in their lives. No, this is just as uh, rigorous as playing a sport or you know, anything else while in school, uh, the musical doesn't stop just because you have to go and, you know, work or homework or anything else. The show must right. go on. Right. And some of the dances they're going, when you say athletes, these, these kids have to be physically able to do some of that. The step in time number is all through the theater. It's all hands on deck. Um, some I, at one point, I thought about some... putting soot in the audience, but <laughs> a sense around experience. But uh, I, they shot me down on that one. I don't know why. <laughs> the 4D experience at Seneca yeah, Valley. Yeah, why not? <laughs> well, well, there's only so much time in the day. That, <laughs> that too. The cleanup crew on that would really be cursing my name. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that we've mentioned the cast, why don't we take a little bit? D- deeper dive into the cast and also your crew because the show can't go on without those important people as well. You know, this whole production needs every single person involved top to bottom. Uh, So let's talk about, you know, your cast and crew for 2023. Well, from the, we try to be as uh, student focused as we possibly can. So we do have some student producers. There are four of them that are coming to every rehearsal and taking notes and running the sound and helping with the lighting. And um, they really are taking the brunt of the day-to-day work that we have to do. Uh, But then we also have, you know, obviously a huge cast and we have some great kids who are in the lead roles. We have Emma Zelznick, who is Mary Poppins. We have Callum Williams, who is playing Bert. We have Jackson Hugis, who is playing George Banks. We have Anya Mashmeyer, who is Mrs. Banks, otherwise known as Winifred. And then the Banks children, Jane and Michael. Jane is being played by Morgan Rothner, and Michael is being played by um, Nathan Capizzi. And they are both freshmen, so they are new to our all-school musical experience. 
um, I can't remember if they had been part of any productions prior to the pandemic when we had a junior cast with uh, 2020, we did the Drowsy Chaperone and we had some junior cast members then and I'm not sure if they were part of that or not. No, it sounds like a great cast. Is there any certain uh, musical number that uh, they're definitely just nailing and you were like, yes, that's exactly what I envisioned when we were sitting there in June and July thinking out how is Mary Poppins going to look? Emma is nailing it. Okay. Yeah, uh, we all we all fell in love with Emma, our Mary. Yeah. Um, it was almost a unanimous decision. Uh, and she's even I don't I think she might have even been sick during auditions. She was. And now she's just she walks out and she's just Mary. I mean, I mean, she's got the attitude. She sounds amazing. And her understudy, Maddie, is not too shabby either. So, yeah. again, these are talented, talented kids. But, yeah, I'm not not disappointed anywhere with with, with what they're bringing to the table. No, awesome. and Jackson, Jackson as uh, George Banks is just he I've always seen George as that most endearing father type. And, you know, he's at first so rough and so harsh with his kids and then throughout the course of the musical then he turns and he realizes what it is to be a father and what it is to um experience the things that his kids are experiencing and 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 we're seeing jackson be able to do that which i think is really neat and our bert our bert has that likable quality that you just he draws you right into the story (laughs) he's just got the likability factor that the bert has to have and he just draws you right in so yeah uh, yeah. Now, well, the kids, the yeah. kids, even though they're not kids, are they? I look at them and it's like I think kids. I don't know why. <laughs> and they're, yeah. they're freshmen, but but they're they're they just they just have this like quality about them. I don't know what it is, but they're just childlike. It's so cute. Yeah. The enthusiasm, their eyes sparkle when it, they need to sparkle, and they can be like um, rude little nasty children when they uh-huh. need to be. With, so we call it the, it, the bratometer. So uh, you know, <laughs> they started at 10 and then they start going down throughout the show. So, yeah. Well, now you're getting me excited. I, I'm trying to get tickets because I don't want to miss this. I have a feeling all the performances are going to sell out. How can I go ahead and get my tickets secured? Uh, the best way to do that is to go on to our uh, productions website, which is SenecaValleyTheater.com. And there we'll take you to the show clicks ticketing site. A direct link is the easiest way to do it. Uh, tickets go on sale to the public on the 12th of February. So pretty soon. I think that's Sunday. Um, tickets are $12 for adults and $10 for students. If you are a senior citizen within the school district and have a gold card, you are free and you'll need to t- call the ticket line. Um, you can call the school and they'll patch you right through to that. Perfect. Well, I, I'm going to also include the link to the Seneca Valley theater.com in our show notes. So people can click the URL listening to the episode. Now they have to go and see Mary fly and everything else that's going to happen magically in the audience and all throughout the whole, and from the minute you walk through the door, it's just yep. Mary Poppins. Yes. Yes, <laughs> it is. Um, we do have to like say thank you to the art department at school. We are having um, some of the, art students make our kites that are going to be flying. They're also going to be making some of the paintings. When we talk about all school, we're really trying to make it all school. So uh, the special needs classroom is going to be decorating some umbrellas that are going to be hanging from the ceiling. Um, We just, we're trying to, we're trying to bring them all together. So 
make it a community-wide event. Well, I'm super excited for this, and I hope everyone else is as well. But I have to ask anything else here today that we might have missed because I want to give the two of you this great chance because you're putting on something amazing for the community. And I know it's not just the two of you. There are many, many others as well as the cast and crew because they're the ones that at the end of the day are doing something that they'll never forget. All I would say is that I don't think you're going to sit there thinking I'm watching a high school musical because of uh, the, the people, the adults that are involved uh, training these kids and these kids are above the high school level. You're going to walk in and the production value alone. I mean, it's I, I don't think you're going to go. I'm going to go see a high school version of Mary Poppins. You're going to go see Mary Poppins. Yeah. Well, and all the magic she can bring. Yeah. And just that alone and the ability to see someone fly. I'm so excited. I can't tell you. Like, <laughs> so I, have, I, I haven't yeah. gone to see a high school musical probably since I was in high school and in shows myself. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. And I can't thank the two of you enough for being here today um, because this has been great. And now you just have me super excited to go check out a high school musical again. Oh, cool. But I want to thank you both for joining us. I want everyone to please check out the Seneca Valley All School Musical of Mary Poppins. Tickets can be purchased at SenecaValleyTheater.com. Thank you both, Michael and Jessica. Thank you. Thank you so much. For Armstrong in the Loop podcast, I'm Seth Prentice, keeping you in the loop. in the loop podcast great news all past and current episodes are available on popular streaming apps and websites search armstrong in the loop podcast and subscribe today when it comes to internet service you get it all with zoom from armstrong there's unlimited data for unlimited downloads low latency for seamless streaming and gaming plus an unmatched fiber network for speeds that can't be beat find out for yourself Go to armstrongonewire.com slash zoom and get high-speed internet for as low as $34.95 a month. No contracts, no hidden fees, just internet made easy. That's Zoom Internet from Armstrong.